Hello and welcome back to Tuesday Night Game Night. Well, we're doing That's really good. over. <laughs> Zach, stop. Matt, Zach, Stand still. Jay, ZJ, and Alana. Zach. All right. I'm here. We're discussing Bad Batch episode nine, Common maybe. Ground. Are we the Bad Batch because we're playing so poor? Not yeah. me. I'm playing great. Oh, shit. I fell down. Okay. Anyway, uh, yes, it's episode 10 and it's called... I don't know, common ground or something. Common oh, ground. Com- yeah, common ground. Common, the most common of ground. We begin on the planet Rockus, head of the separatist government, former separatist government, in which the empire is taking over, and they're forcing the senator to give a speech about how the empire is great. We just can't do it. Okay, wait. Hang on. I have to jump in and say that I 100% thought this planet was Naboo. When they first opened oh! it, I thought it was Onderon. It looked like Asgard. <laughs> yeah, apparently, we all thought it was different things. <laughs> but like, no, I would like to. We all saw what we wanted. It was Rockus. <laughs> I would like to defend. Oh, so, why do we know Rockus? I don't. Is you it don't. somewhere else in in Star Wars? Nope. Um, no. Is that where Dexter Jexter is from? <laughs> is that is that where Dengar is from? They, so they tell us, and I don't remember if this is established in the past or not, but they tell us that it's because it was the um, the site of the uh, separatist um, government. Yes, yep. I just said that. Oh. So, we, so how come new gun raised people aren't there, or the bug people? Yeah, uh, well, because that was a different planet. They all there are, are different planets. Separatists were kind of a confederation. Well, of... then who? It says it's the head of the separatist government. So, like, so it's like Coruscant? Should, well, shouldn't it's this like government? It's like, like the separatist government kept changing go... locations at different points. <laughs> like, Theodore Roosevelt wasn't from Washington, D.C. <laughs> Thank you, Zach. Why wasn't the senator executed? Whoa! Yeah, he should have been. This is a kid's show. Because the they wanted planet. to turn him. See, this is no, where no, the Empire learns easier. that that's what they should do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Why, Matt, why he wasn't X executed is a great question to ask for Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> when wasn't Luke executed the moment they captured him? Yeah, exactly. Terminate her immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Took that's their own right. sweet time. And speaking that's of right. her, we're introduced to Captain Bragg, who's a female Imperial officer. Yeah, she oh, looks yeah. sweet. We've seen she looks sexy. <laughs> she is oh, not yeah. the comms officer from The Mandalorian. I looked it up. I'd insert my code cylinder into her. <laughs> <laughs> and then he they it. Uh, but I did no. like... Uh, he was like... The senator was like, I have to keep the people's best interests in heart. And I was like, is it in their best interest to fight the Empire? Yeah, good, good, good point, dude. I thought the same thing. Yes. It is. <laughs> really? So it's, in, it's in their best interest to roll over and take it. Yeah. Was it not the best interest to fight the Nazis' invasions? As, like, an individual person and, like, occupied no, Holland? as a country to rally the troops so that they're not just colonized. Well, it, it's not a one-to-one comparison because the Empire is not at war with another equally powerful country. Yeah, but the Nazis would have done bad things to the occupied territories, even if they well, weren't at war. What has the Empire done? The Empire is... T- the Empire is <laughs> going to... Connect I mean, they've already totally... They've already totally replaced the cur- system of currency with one they can track. I mean, that's... It's not that's the best. True. And that's they're 
and they enacted a draft where they're taking kids they're taking orphans they're uh yeah i mean they're yeah. occupying territories changing up the police and the laws of all the territories uh, uh, demanding this... resources for their stupid death star <laughs> <laughs> that's right they're giant super weapons we'll see who's laughing when it's done <laughs> <laughs> They're, they're telling me you guys are one of those Empire did nothing wrong types. No, not me. Saron no. keeps thinking that we need a fleet of uh, of tight defenders, but no, we need a giant super weapon. <laughs> giant right, so, robots. So, so they have so there. There's a part where they're like, "Bring in the walkers," and I'm like, "Oh right, here comes the adats." But no, it's those stupid little <laughs> ATPTs from Isn't this the like prequels. Eight months after the end of the prequels. <laughs> yeah, if that. whatever. Yeah, it's like literally after. Yeah, they look like clone troopers, so they they you know. Oh, they have a bastion. A guy can dream, can't they? Okay, jeez. Oh, <laughs> uh, and they're the this protocol droid call goes for help, which is going to become relevant later. Yeah, the the the, uh, the governor or the senator or whatever puts a lot of faith in this one droid to like save his bacon. Well, no, I mean it's. It's true, but it's he sees kind of desperate, and also nobody, everybody overlooks droids. Yeah, d- droids uh, aren't the same thing as people. No That's right. To droids. Oh my god! Like Why'd you jump into are, all those? People? I like how the clones are prejudiced against droids later. It's like if anyone would know, it should be them. Well, they're they're vets against droids, and they're new, and they're the different type of. Well, they hate they're all the droids. New, like they're the, the new ones, right? I think they hate all droids. Yeah. <laughs> Even like even like gonk droids, especially gonk droids. <laughs> they know what they did. They have one working for them. Well, um, that's why they don't like them. <laughs> I'm sure that U.S. troops distinguish between the North and South Vietnamese when they're. <laughs> that's yeah, right. Really. Uh, so yeah, speaking of that droid, though, it sends a message to what turns out to be said, not the Bad Batch, which I. Was expecting it to be the Bad Batch. Why, why would he have a line to the Bad Batch? I don't know. I thought it yeah, was Zach. too, though. I thought it was too, Zach. I, mean, because it, I, I, was like, I also thought that. I thought like, it was no. going to be something I could complain about that made no sense. <laughs> like, no. Like, no, screw that does guy. He send, He's a separatist. Does, does he send a message to Sid, or is he more just like, come save me and I'll pay you to anybody who'll listen? I don't think uh... to anybody. Is he really posted on the like mercenary message board? <laughs> I got the impression it was to Sid directly. That doesn't make any sense to me, but if you say so. How does he know Sid, specifically? Because Sid had a line to the Jedi before. A Jedi weren't on the Separatist side. They were on the Republic. This guy's a Separatist. Yeah. Yeah, the Jedi. No, not the Jedi. The Jedi Jedi are fighting. Jay, you've lost lost your expert Star Wars. Oh, but (laughs) he had... No, so not all everyone loses those like at least once per episode. <laughs> That's true. Wait, okay, Jay, explain. <laughs> Hold on, I'm trying to kill this stupid Genji over here. Yeah, <laughs> we've all wanted to kill that Genji. Let's get him. Genji and and the Bastion, you guys are in such trouble. I do like the idea that Sid played both sides against the other. Yeah. That's my personal headcanon. I'm sticking with that. That seems legit. Oh, yeah, I mean, most bounty hunters do, right? She's not a bounty hunter. Most There's bounty hunter, ma- most middle bounty hunter handlers, uh, middle middle middlemen, right? Yeah, yeah, middleman, middle middle lizards, <laughs> middle whatever she is. Transitions. Okay, so wait, 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 hang on. Did, did you have uh, your thing? I'm yeah, sorry, now that the Genji's dead. What is the oh, guy no. separatist? Well, 
even if they are separatists, I mean, some of the Jedi still worked with them. And also because he had connections to... Uh, never mind. I'm done. Yeah, I'm let's tired. move on. Let's move on. So move on. I'm not going to so remember. We, so we move on to the to the uh, to the Bad Batch at home with Sed. And I have a note here that Wrecker and Hunter are like Omega's two dads. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like Wrecker, where Wrecker wants to like hang out and have fun all the time. And Hunter's like, no, she needs to be protected. This is serious, mm. Wrecker. And Wrecker's like, oh, come on. Come on, Dad. <laughs> Jay, get out of there. Yeah, so they get the mission, and they're like, should we help a separatist? And I kind of was hoping that somebody would be like, the war's over, we're all just folk now. Instead, <laughs> nobody, yeah, nobody says that. And Echo's like, God, I hate the separatists so much. I hate them. I hate them. <laughs> Can't I'm never, like, Look, I no one work, wants behind. to work with separatists. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and, separate. And for this particular mission, they decide to leave Omega at back with Seth. I yeah, it seems like this... a really bad idea. Well, I don't know why this mission is any less dangerous than the other ones. They said it was full of Imperials, which I guess is bad, even though the Imperials aren't even after Omega. Right. Oh, they? But they are the I guess they're the most well equipped of their enemies. Supposed to like scrapper gangs. Well, we know. Well, I mean, so based off of what. Well, um, Fennec says we know that they kind of sort of are for in order to clone. Yeah. So um, right. I guess they ult they ultimately are after the bad bats doesn't know that. Um but they leave her with Sid. And it's funny because Sid says something like she says something about like, Aren't you worth more to me? You know, alive. Right, you know, right now. You know, like it's worth my while to protect you, isn't it? And so, and Omega's like, yeah. Don't die! Like, don't die! No, I feel like it's not. I feel like oh, you make money die. if you just sold Omega to one of the bounty hunters. Yeah, I think that that's an easy point, but I wouldn't bring it up with Sid to be honest. <laughs> Sid's not yeah. smart. I guess it didn't occur to her. Yeah, I guess not. I mean, I gotta think that the Bad Batch is pulling a lot of good money for Sid that she's willing to keep him happy. That's probably and true. Yeah, plus yeah. it's the long-term investment, right? It's the long-term gameplay. Of, right. Uh, exactly. if they keep taking jobs here and there, but they still have to constantly use fuel and all that. You're in a perpetual slavery to... Well, she takes a cut for every debt. job they do. Right, so it's perpetual debt. So right. you could kind of milk them forever and constantly keep profiting off of them rather than a yeah. one-time payout would then... In the long run, you're just like, oh, I could buy ice cream, but I could have had ice cream and cake. Could have had Perfect example. <laughs> Perfect example. No, that's no. you're definitely right. I like the conversation between Hunter and Omega, where Omega's like, I want to go with you. And Omega's like, and Hunter says, too bad. And also, you know, if you want to be one of us, you learn to follow soldiers. So you got that soldier? And Omega's like, yes. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that was a great... I bet. I like that part. A great strategic manipulation. <laughs> and finally, this is like the one episode where Omega is not insubordinate. Which is another reason yeah. why it's one of my favorite episodes so far. Yeah, it the, was a good one. The one episode where she's not subordinate is also the one where she runs a shark op like <laughs> a you, card shark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you see how like, actually how gifted she can be. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, she starts crushing people into jark. Or whatever it's however it's pronounced. You got it. Good job. So yeah, this it. is an aside, but a trope I dislike in any form of media, and this pops up in a James Bond movie among other places, is when there's some game like chess that's like, you know, a fairly limited possible number of moves, and no one sees like 
the move coming that the person does that results <laughs> in checkmate that move. An immediate victory. Yeah. Like I, mean, I get there's that... like five hundred million moves in chess. Oh so, I mean, yeah. I mean, but in this hard. particular case, there were only a few pieces left. Yeah. In chess, no one can see your pieces. <laughs> if one person had far. like a king, their queen, and a like a rook or something, and then move their queen to checkmate the other person. Like, someone would have noticed that ahead of time. I don't know. But maybe anyway. not everybody would. Maybe these are a bunch of dumb aliens. Yeah, that's stupid aliens. <laughs> You'd be like, whoa! Omega's so smart, we never would have seen that one coming. Yep. Yes. Alright, so they land on Rackus. Hang on. And then, and then check it out. On their way to Rackus, they get escorted by two prequel starfighters. Two prequel yeah, they have a code. They're, they're, and then once again, they're like, the code was provided by a separatist. Can we trust it? And then it, and then it works. They're like, the code worked. So what? Still don't trust those separatists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're so prejudiced, those clones. Those bad batches. So then I we think they should have been like, who better than a separatist to take on the state following, succeeding behind the um, Republic, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm. Which is true. Perfect, which is why they should always go with them. What what would I I don't I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. My brain is like fried. It's Tuesday, everybody. So then Omega and Sid have that same conversation where Omega's like disappointed that she's left behind and Sid is like, Stop complaining, you're bringing down the mood. Like you suck, that's why they left you behind. It's really mean. Yeah, she was mean. It is mean. Such that even the um, the randos in the bar give her glares. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, stop being so mean to that kid. Did you guys like Omega's line? Or Sid's like, in the, the dialogue where Sid is like, they left me here to take care of you. And Omega's like, yeah, for how much? <laughs> Sid's like, not enough. Oh, Sid, you always gotta get the last word. Oh, Sid. Yeah. Always thinking about her bottom line. And okay. so is Omega, finally. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's right, finally, Omega's bringing in, showing well, value. But I do appreciate that Omega Monica. was living up to my motto, which is, be the change you want to see in the world. It's like a little bit of a callback. There you go. For loyal listeners. Mm-hmm. That's right. Alright, so they assault the palace. They, they meet up with the droid, and again, they're like, they're like you droid, they're like, separatists. They assault the palace. I liked how um... They, you know, used stealth. They were pretty effective here. What, yeah. Shall we, shall we discuss why they were stunning every clone trooper they fought? I would also like to know that. <laughs> Jay. Uh, what was Jay. that? <laughs> because they're still clones. They, still they, were have... killing, they were killing clones two episodes ago. Yeah, but yeah. that... Maybe but this they're one not going to kill they're... clones for the Separatists. Maybe this one, uh, they were... <laughs> Uh, trying to specifically, like, deliberately trying to be uh... more stealthy. Yeah, like, not do that. I, I don't know. Maybe in the past they felt they had to, and here they they were more prepared, so they knew they were going to be fighting clones or something. I think it's mostly like... that this time, like, they didn't have. They knew they didn't have to. Uh huh. Right, and so they're still their brothers, right? So last time they killed them because they were under the power of. Uh, Crosshair, right? So they knew they were going. They were out to hunt for them, right? 
As opposed to this time, they're just getting in the way. Right. I kinda, I kinda they're like just this. doing their regular type of duty rather than uh -huh. being like actually in the hunt for them. I kind of like Jay's explanation about how they're leaving them alive to keep oppressing the Separatists once they leave. <laughs> it's like, like an enemy we, of my enemy. They're like, <laughs> yep. if we kill these soldiers now, there will there'll be five less soldiers around to, to oppress the Separatists later. So we'll leave them alive. Yeah. That's, that's so funny. funny. That's Put them in the idea. ground. <laughs> I, I at least would have liked them to say like why, because I was confused as well. Yeah, I was as well. Yeah, it was it was confusing. Also, it, it kind of feels like stun beams are like almost more effective than the, the killing ones. They ha they take up a wider area, and they seem to go straight through stormtrooper armor. Fair yeah. Point. So they should do that all the time. <laughs> yeah, I that's what that's why this episode is one of my favorites. Is we actually got to see the Bad Batch school too. Bad Batch do cool do Bad Batch stuff. <laughs> was, yeah, I kind of wish the whole series had been like that. I agree. I, I definitely agree. Um, so then, now we, next we have the part with the, the board game, the, the Derek game. Matt, are you, like, crunching on something? <laughs> I'm just walking. Oh, that's weird. Okay, carry on. Crunch, crunch. Crunchy, crunch. Anyway, yeah, so they're walking. So they're... The two aliens are playing the game. And, uh... And again, said, and Omega shows her aptitude for it, and then yeah, and then that was a match made in history. Yeah, so it's like you realize you can make some money from this. <laughs> also, I forgot who said this at one point, but um, oh wait, uh, we we we, sorry, they meet the client who's the droid, the droid like butler from before, literally C three PO, and they have a problem with their client being a droid. Because, like we said, the prejudice. But I do like when Wrecker says, "We ain't allies, Tin Bin." That was a good line. Alana, can you text Andrew for me? <laughs> what? Actually, no, I'll do it. His his the trunk of your car keeps popping open. I think he's oh sitting on his God, car keys. Oh my God! I'm gonna kill him. <laughs> is, he, is he sitting on his car keys? Yes. <laughs> How long has it been open? Are there two suitcases still in there? Do they get stolen? Uh, no, they're still there. Okay. It's you, should add, you should probably edit that part out. He keeps doing that. Why should what? you edit it? That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it, keeps locking, you? <laughs> it keeps locking and unlocking. Oh my gosh. It's going to kill the battery. <laughs> Is he twitching? Yeah, he's, well, he's shifting on his that's butt. Because then there's over. a 50 50 chance that someone won't be able to steal from it if they try. I'm glad I was out here. Yeah. <sighs> That's funny. Uh, okay, so then back to the bad batch. He's going to have to start wearing it as a lanyard. Sorry. Well, <laughs> like he's going to start having like, a cone around his neck. <laughs> uh, okay, so the bad batch repeats a visual joke from episode four of the two clones getting called over and they go behind a wall and then they get knocked out off screen. Is that a... Yeah, I mean, I guess that's that's more of like an action movie cliche than a visual joke, but yeah. So, uh, and then yeah, so okay, so next we have so we, there's a part, a quick part with the interrogation with the interrogation droid, interrogator droid, like yeah. from episode four, and then we have the best part of the whole series, which is they grab the senator and then they assault the tank. By sliding down into it and then blowing in the hatches and taking control of it. <laughs> it was, was awesome. awesome. <laughs> I like the part where they're throwing the stormtroopers out afterwards. Yeah, it was fantastic. <laughs> and then I like the part where the senator's like, I'm not doing that. And just grabs them. 
Flies <laughs> yeah. down. It was cool. Because we know Wrecker like, doesn't like height, heights either. So it's... That's right. Andrew says thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him we ate friends, friends, Tinbin. <laughs> Being allies. There's, yeah, a, there's, right. there's a lot of cliched lines in this. Like, Wrecker's like, they're gonna feel that one in the morning. <laughs> yeah, that was like marginal when Hellboy said it. It didn't become cooler when Wrecker said it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not. But everything involving the tank was pretty sweet. And then when they fight another tank and then another tank. Well, I thought it was interesting that they, they, they have this, yeah. So they're in the tank and then another tank shoots it and practically like blows it up. But instead they immediately were just like, okay, we're going to go fix it. I feel like they should just abandon the tank and go get another. It, it, they seem like they were able to get the first one pretty easily. It's all good. Yeah, just steal another tank like when we play Halo. <laughs> That's right. Just everybody hop out. Um, but it was a really good action sequence. Um... Anybody else have any thoughts on that battle? And re- that? the repair, the, the oh. battle around the tanks with yeah, the repairs I, and stuff. I, it was I a mean, really tech cool being like, "I'm going to repair it," like with a tablet didn't really make any sense. But <laughs> <laughs> I like the part where Wrecker is like pushing the turret gun. So that out of the way. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. A lot of those stun grenades being thrown. Yeah, yeah, so many stun grenades, <laughs> or so many stun shots. Yeah, so it was a good sequence. What wasn't good, though, was the follow-up was when they get the tank moving. And the senator says, go down that way. Tech says, that's a choke point. And the senator says, you're going to have to trust me. He could have just explained it in the same amount of time it took him to say (laughs) that. He could have been like, there's a hidden tunnel. And that same amount of time. Same amount of words. And then they have no reason to trust him. He's a senator. He's probably for the best that he didn't lead with, like, and so, once you turn down there, (laughs) I grew up on that street. (laughs) Just keeps talking. I have a vision of that street that will lead us to the promised land of of victory and a better future for Raxus. I was going to say, a particular very small touch that I really liked is um, in that that sequence um, where they're blowing up the second thing um, was when I think it was like when the second one comes around the corner and then they like jump on top of it and get the gunner up top. And then um, Hunter hands Rex one of the thermal detonators that only kill- stuns people. And Re- uh, Hunt- Wrecker's like, or something like that. It was just a great <laughs> moment where he's like, yes, this will do it. <laughs> I lo- he's like, I love grenades. <laughs> I, I, I just thought it was really, really good VA work, I guess, because I really <laughs> enjoyed that line. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Okay. Anyway, yeah, so I, I guess the theme is that you need to trust the people that you used to be enemies with. Yeah, yeah but you have a want... different mutual enemy. Yeah, <laughs> even though you don't really have a reason to. But, yeah. Any, all right. Any other thoughts? Uh, well, I'm just going to move on back into a, another stealth section. Well, actually, it's not a stealth section. It's in the middle of the, the fight. The vase is sacrificed in order to save Tech and Omega. Oh, yeah. Echo, yes. And the Citadel's like, was... <laughs> I knew he was going to say that. <laughs> it was, yeah, it like... was kind of funny. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it, was, it was decent because, once again, the droid gets their comeuppance where the droid tries all this effort to save this vase and then <laughs> Senator doesn't really like it. Stupid droids. They don't understand real life forms. Stupid droids. I do like how. They didn't explain how the droid was able to get that vase, like from that upper level it. to to the tank. Like, carried I carried like it down it was, the rope. 
Well, down the rope, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> they, they just I don't know about the Yeah. Maybe they put um, it in there and it's invisible backpack, like in an RPG. Yeah, I also liked how they, uh, like, blew the tunnel behind them on their way out. Yeah, mm. that was cool. I like that, too. I was like, wow, you guys are doing smart things for once. <laughs> yep. Uh, all right, so yeah, they go through the underground passage, and then, uh, oh, and then the uh, senator has a tough decision whether or not to leave uh, Raxus People, or not. Yeah. Seems that tough. Doesn't seem that tough to you, Omar? Yeah. He's like, I could stay here and die. <laughs> yeah. Be arrested and tortured to death, or I could leave. Right. You'd, yeah. you'd be like, the, to return to the World War II analogy, you could be like the government in exile. Right. You could exactly. be like Vichy France or France in, France in exile, yeah. He's like, I'm no quizzling. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Oh, shit. Yeah, he's no bitchy. Bichy, however you pronounce it. Yep. So, so he leaves and they come back to the Bad Batch returns to Omega cleaning up the town in the jerk, <laughs> kicking ass and taking names. And I had, I had the same right. reaction that Hunter did, which was, you call this keeping a low profile? Uh, yeah. I like, yeah, I, yeah, that's true. I, 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 yeah, I agree. I mean, it's kind of funny because I feel like everybody already knows them in like that one planet that they're on, but it's true. It's not as low profile. It was interesting that they paid the debt, that cool. Omega paid the debt. I yeah. thought they were going to string that out a little bit longer. Yeah, but she must have made a crap ton of money given how much <laughs> like ordinance they stole for her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that I think part of that is because it plays into the what I was saying before. Like, it's one. It showcases how how talented she is that she could wipe through so many people and get so much money in such a short time. Mm-hmm. Two, um, the fat the idea that. Um, They're like they're trying to f- showcase that, yeah, what, her that she's finally finding a niche and all of that, and also that Sid isn't the worst person. Like, could have easily have strung that out, but it's like, meh. Yeah, that's true. Well, she probably sees where. Well, she was making money off of the bets too, wasn't she? They said right. like yeah, 60, 60, 60, 40 or whatever. Right. Yeah. So. Exactly. Which is, which is the, which is why I was saying like, if she could have kept haggling deals and getting it down so that way it got to a point where she wasn't going to get paid off. But the fact that she allowed that negotiation to falter, I mean, she... I mean, Omega's a kid. I mean, you go, no, no, it's 30%. (laughs) Yeah, you could just tell her this is what's what's up. Though I do think it is funny that playing this game is a more secure way to make money than, like, death-defying dangerous missions. Yeah, they should just stay there and <laughs> open a casino. <laughs> our, our money problems are over. <laughs> well, <laughs> see, it's actually, I'm glad you brought that up because it makes it seem like the way the show is heading is now it's not going to be they just need to do stuff to make money. They're going to be in control of their own destiny. So what's going to happen? They're going to join the rebellion. Dun, dun. No, that's not their path. It's not? Their, their path is to do something else. We just don't know why. Yeah, their path is not with uh, Rex. They said that. Uh, yeah. They said that, like, earlier, but they also said, we don't deal with kids. Pretty sure they said that at some point. <laughs> yeah. People change, and so do the yeah. match. Okay. And to, to close out the episode, Hunter challenges Omega to a game of D- Dijarak. 
Yeah. With the stakes being that if Omega, if he wins, that if Omega wins, she gets to go on missions every time. I don't know what Ugh. Hunter gets if he wins. Presumably a return to the status Presumably quo. he gets to do whatever he wants. Like Presumably, he yeah, he, he maintains the ability to tell her she can't come on missions. Right. Yeah. And we don't see how the game goes, at least not in this episode. Yeah, we, I mean, do we not assume that he's... So the question is, I kind of want to see that game because I want to compare their intellect abilities. Because Hunter is a strategist. Play that like, game. Hunter uh, is a strategic. Yep. He's a strategist, right? So that's like his forte. So if... But, Jay, if they showed you the game, they'd have to have rules for it. <laughs> there no, are they wouldn't. rules they for it. They showed us games. <laughs> yeah, there's actual rules for it. Of course there, there is. Star Wars. <laughs> is it like how... I feel like rules for Dejeric is like people trying to speak Hatties. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it's it's just fans saluting themselves. I don't know. Also, learning to uh, speak Klingon. Uh, so one hey. thing, well, one thing you. I actually really liked about this episode is it felt like everyone's motivations were really. I, I guess everyone's like character and motivations and stuff worked really well with the plot of the episode. Like. Hunter is worried about Omega and doesn't want her to just um, keep going on missions. Sid wants to take advantage of Omega and make money. <laughs> Omega wants to prove herself and that she can uh, do stuff. And I, I don't know, I guess it kind of seems like everyone's motivations, like the way they interact with the Separatist and everything, felt very, like, uh, plausible, <laughs> I suppose. Yeah, In a way yeah that I would agree with that. I, I I try not to take that for granted with, you know, Star Wars, um, <laughs> I guess, so. Absolutely. Days. That's why I thought it was a great episode. Also, lots of cool military stuff, like like cracking a tank. Wait, Jay, on your original point, though, were you going to say, like, if we watched the game, we could see if Hunter was, like, losing on purpose? Losing on something? purpose or, or be, just have a, a some kind of scale where we can compare... How impressive Omega's mind is. Mm, I see. Because if Hunter's main skill as the Bad Batch in the Bad Batch is as the lead, you know, strategist, right? Right. That, right. He, that's his special gift. So if that's his special gift and Omega can compete with that, then. I thought his special gift was tracking. Tracking and strategy. <laughs> but isn't that well, he... like a similar skill? Like predicting where your hunter, yeah, predicting where your prey is going. I would never Stretch. Put, my job, Stretch. put my dog in charge of my. Uh... <laughs> okay, dog. Ah. What do we do now? Just yep. ask me to find. Ask me to find a cat. You're the strategist. Arf. <laughs> Get it. Well, I don't know, Zach. Has it? Have you ever asked a dog to be? Oh. Maybe they're really good strategists. No one's ever asked Matt, them. You're right. The dog heard a bunch of sheep. <laughs> yeah. It's hurt. It's really different. No, it's not. It's strategy. <laughs> They've come up with a strategy. So, in response to Jay's point, my sort of feeling was that the fact that he challenged her in the first place means that he was intending not to win. Yeah, I, I, I always assumed that he was yeah. going to throw. You, know, you think he's like intimidated by like an 11 year old girl who beats a bunch of bar hoodlums? Uh, no, I didn't say that. I said, well, I, think I was. Gonna... Yeah. He was trying to respect way... her as a member of the team yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, way right. he has an excuse for allowing her on all the missions from now on. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Are you guys ready for some questions? Yeah, that's for the episode, it was really good. That's all I have to say about it. That was okay. 
It was okay. Oh. Lana Geyer. Hey. <laughs> Lana, we need consensus on this. <laughs> I, <guess. laughs> I want more right. crosshairs. <laughs> Stop it. Okay, so question number one, and I, have an e I think this question is easy, and I have a straight answer. Would you rather be the best player on the worst team or the worst player on the best team? Worst and for player me, on the best team. For me, the answer is clearly the worst player on the best team. You don't have to play, but you get all the glory. You're like the backup quarterback on the Patriots. Count me in. I will ride that bench to the championship. I would like to say the same thing as my brother. I am not comfortable with the idea of pressure in like a sports situation. So I would not want the pressure of being the best player on the worst team because... Everyone's looking to you, even if it's a bad team. So I would um, bring up a different point, which is if you're the worst player on the best team, you don't really have a lot of job security. Yep, that's exactly <laughs> what I was just thinking. You're, like, very you're, you're just sitting there being like, well, everyone else is doing better than me. If you ever are put in, you're like, Ugh, I, I don't even know why I'm on the same court as these guys. Like That would be right. sorry, the most fun. I think that the key context is that you're at the pinnacle of the game if you're doing this, but you're still, you know waffling between a league and you know uh, a farm team so i don't know i would like to make a counterpoint to that which is that let's say the best team is the new england patriots which of course it is even the worst player on the new england patriots can still play pro nfl now what's the worst team imaginable is pretty darn bad so the best player isn't doing that much so great, right, but, great point so, Jack, great point that's a good point but there's also the i thought that you are at your cap. You're the worst player on the best team. So that is your level. You will mm -hmm. not be able to achieve any better than that. If you're the best player on the worst team, who knows where you are in that ranking? So, I mean, you have a lot of security, like someone else said. And, I mean, there's a whole, a whole bunch of uplift potential rather than just I, doing that. <laughs> I think it's an interesting question. If you're... um. Like, is the worst team, you know, some, uh, like, little league team in, um... You are know, you playing on the Washington Justice, or are you playing on the San Francisco Shock? <laughs> well, well so I can see, like, are you the worst team in the, in the NFL? Because if you're the best player on the worst team in the NFL, I bet you get paid a hell of a lot more than the oh, worst heck player yeah. on this team. Heck, heck yeah, you do. You get paid a lot. <laughs> you get paid more than the worst player on the best team. That's true. Well, remember, so for the longevity and stuff like that, remember, I think the way the question is, is would you rather be that player, not, you know, the best player on the worst team and then move somewhere else? It's a saying. <laughs> yeah, for the purposes of the question, you are where you are, and I'd rather be, paying a be paid a lot and have no glory, or at least glory <laughs> by osmosis. Yeah. That's the sort of person I am. That's Me really too. the purpose of the question. Yeah. Me too. Okay. Yeah. Alana, did you weigh in? Uh, I would rather be the best player on the worst team. <laughs> okay. Right. Having been someone who doesn't get to play on the team because they're bad, it's not fun. It's like, why am I here? Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Jay? Um, <sighs> I would probably be the same place. I'd probably be the worst on the best. You'd <laughs> be the worst on the best. Okay. <laughs> All, right. All right. So question number two. What is your favorite holiday song? Uh, well, we, we had... A great big slide by the killers. 
We had something similar to this in our Halloween, our holiday draft. That's yeah, true. This is, but this isn't like general. This is just like specifically what do you want? So Zach, I bet you want probably want Christmas in New York, probably, right? Uh, I'm gonna have to think about it, buddy. Because there's okay, also buddy. all those sweet patriotic songs for the Fourth of July. What? I think when it says holiday, holiday it means, I think it means Christmas when it says holiday. But I, what? I do not interpret it that way. <laughs> What's the question? Also, What's the your favorite Mash. holiday song? The Monster Bash. <laughs> <laughs> it's a holiday song. I, I will say, I will say the um, what's the one? Um, the Green Fields of France for Veterans Day, Memorial Day. <laughs> that is not a holiday song. <laughs> that's yeah, dude. Sorry, I was with you up until that. <laughs> I don't think that song was written with a holiday in mind. Okay, it was joke. It was joke. Okay, joke. okay. It joke. It joke. Yes. Uh, yeah. You should make it again so we laugh more. What? You should make it a second time so we laugh more. <laughs> <laughs> I would say the Green Fields of France for Memorial Day. <laughs> ah, that's hilarious. That's not a song. <laughs> that's that. not a song, Matt. <laughs> oh, God. These guys are pushing back pretty hard. Push uh, it back. Okay. They don't Push have back. a bastion. Way back. So, yeah, in, terms of, in terms of like Christmas, I don't know. I don't know what I would say for that. For a Christmas song? Yeah. Maybe maybe Snoopy's Christmas? Ooh, yeah. Well, there are a lot of good options. I guess I will say Christmas in New York if I have to pick just one. But you I'm do. not happy about it. But you two, you can't pick mine. I said you do have to pick one. What's okay. your favorite? Then I will, I will pick that then. By the Shillelagh Law is the name of the band. Okay. Hello? I said The Killers. The Great Big oh, Sled. Right. Is she sticking with that? <laughs> I'm sticking with it. Okay. It's a good song. It should be, uh, um, you know, on the radio. Sure, I'll go with I'll Be Home for Christmas. I still like it. <laughs> okay. Very nice. Very nice. Jay? Uh, I don't really have a lot of holiday songs. I don't really like okay. holiday songs. It's not Christmas unless somebody cries? Uh, oh, yeah. How that was the one you drafted. Christmas with the chickens. Dominic the donkey. Whatever. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Dominic the donkey. That's a great song. <laughs> but is it a holiday song? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah it is. <laughs> okay. What song is that? What? You know Dominic, Dominic the, the donkey. donkey. <laughs> <laughs> click, 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 it's I mean, if they don't play it on 10 wins, then I don't know. Okay, so I'm going to give you this guys this last one, then I'm going to go, because I, I'm feeling pressure to go. I left Andrew alone too long. I think he's going to get, you know. Is, right. he, is, the, is the trunk open? The trunk is not open. Okay. Okay. Gate is so not the, open. The question is, and I'm going to say my answer, and then I'm going to depart. Is if you could choose any invention for your house, what would it be? And I would invention? any invention for your house. What would it be? And I would probably pick the lawnmower Roomba because I saw one the other is day. Is that real? It's really cool. Yeah, it's real. Yeah. You can look it up. It's totally real. Okay, bye. 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 Invention for my house. <laughs> Oh, don't skip it. I think I might have gotten to play the game. Nice one, guys. Okay, I won't skip oh, it. Oh, that's not here. He's... What? <laughs> oh, Jay's blocked arm. Every time! Oh, the other Zach. <laughs> that's right. Don't mess with me. Do fictional... Uh, I guess Matt's gone now, but do, do fictional... Uh, Wait, oh, that was great, Zach. <laughs> like you. a teleporter? No, I think it has to be practical. It has to be real. It has to be real. Oh, I know. A squirrel cannon. What? A squirrel catapult? Whatever. Look it up on YouTube. It's a thing where a squirrel comes by 
to a bird feeder and it like gets launched. It never gets old. You were a step from the podcast. <laughs> Wait, what was the, did you say it was the best invention? No, no. What invention would you like for your house is the question. Oh. Matt said a lawnmower Roomba and I said the squirrel cannon. Central air. <laughs> you don't have central air? Oh my no. god, Jay. Who does have central air? No one. Uh, gonna die? I have a window unit and my port, my other portable, the big portable unit, when mm-hmm. I put it in, uh, wasn't blowing cold air. It was just a giant fan, so it sucked. So I bought a new one, and it should be here tonight. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, it would have been nice if it were here earlier, and I didn't sweat at night. Mm. That sucks. But I definitely needed to get it before D&D sessions again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it wasn't that bad last year. It was pretty I bad. I guess I'm a New Englander who's used to hot weather. What? Hot stuff, baby, to see it. That's not what New England is known hot for. Hot stuff, do-do-do-do. A lot of New England weathers are summers are hot. And not as hot as, like, Arizona. True, but they're more humid. Yeah. I guess, so the difference is, like, Arizona's super hot, but everybody has AC. And New England, it gets hot, but nobody has AC because old houses. So you just sort of deal with the not having the AC thing. Right? Sounds about right. Okay. Okay, CJ, what's your invention? Ooh, um, dang, now all I can think of is lawnmower Roombas, but it's got to be something else. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be more in the spirit of the thing. Um, I will go with... I have no idea. Yeah, I, it's, it's a tough question. Inventions? I'm thinking, like, the locomotive. <laughs> but I don't want one of those. Um, <laughs> um I, I know, okay. Invention... That lets me see the apartment door at the ground level so I can let my friends in without having to go get them. Oh, so oh, like well. a, ring, a ring video doorbell? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I would probably go with one of those. It's mundane, but I do, I'm literally thinking about buying one. So. Yeah. All right. Thanks for answering the questions, everybody. Anything else you guys want to talk about before we get going? Is there any other questions you have? Well, Matt laughs. Matt has the question. He's the one with the questions. So. Wait, here's a question that uh, is kind of spicy that I saw on the cards. If you Ooh. found a wallet full of $100 bills that belonged to Donald Trump, would you return it to him? <laughs> um, <laughs> Note that these cards were written in, like, 2005. <laughs> wait, a wallet with $100 worth of what? Like, $100 bills. An unclear amount of money. Okay, and you said, would you return it? Yeah, to Trump. Because it belongs oh, to him. To Donald Alana, Trump. It's his I, wallet. Oh, and I will say yes for the reasons we discussed at the time, but I will Which not is, repeat here. Okay, I won't repeat because it either. Because you want his good grace. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. Because <laughs> he holds grudges. And also because he holds grudges. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I wouldn't steal a wallet normally, so I'm not. I'm not sure I'd steal a wallet. Well, in this no, particular case, it's because you could get away with that. It's funny because the question was written like it was like the ideal rich person. Like if you found yeah. a random rich person's wallet, would you give it back to them? But it's funny that they picked Trump. I feel like rich people like... would be more likely to come after you too if you know like <laughs> Like what if it's some kind of study, like people don't return wallets. Yeah. We tracked the hundred dollar bills and he spent it all on Pokemon cards. <laughs> 
but oh, it's like a yeah, like you said, like a psychological test. Anyway, would your answer on would your answer to the question change if it were some other rich guy like Jeff Bezos? I was just uh, thinking that if it was Bezos's, I definitely wouldn't return it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I would donate to like money. Amazon Union. Yeah, Trump doesn't have that much money. <laughs> yeah, he's about to have none. <laughs> I would, um, I would return it either way because again, same reason, curry favor with the world's most powerful people. I'd probably mm-hmm. return it. I've had the opportunity well, to. So uh, today to I learned Zach would uh, would give money to the mobster. <laughs> what? That's totally different. But I. How is that totally different? <laughs> yeah, Zach, well, you're like returning their money, not giving it to them. It was theirs <laughs> in the first place. Hey, when they come collecting, it's their money. <laughs> uh, okay, so I, I feel like everyone answered the question who wanted to, right? Yeah, I, I would so. always give it back. Yeah, yeah I, I knew you would, Jay. Good for you. I'm a sucker. <laughs> you always do the right thing. All right. Well, thank you for joining us here on Tuesday Night Gaming. Catch us every week at twitch.tv slash mcslanty and group up with us next time. Bye.